Hey, first of all, thank you so much for joining me on this first installment of The Real Journey Pod. Guys, I'm super excited for this project. I actually recorded this particular audio a couple days back with my friend Diane. I'm really excited to share with you his story and everything that we talked about. And guys, this is my first time actually doing this by myself. So bear with me. I promise you it's only going to get better from here. So I just want to start off by introducing my very first guest. And there's a huge reason why I picked this particular guest to jump on my, my in this first episode. Um, and just to give you guys a heads up, his name is the great Diam Fernandez. He's uh, one of the best people that I know. And um, just to give you guys a brief intro, we've worked with Diane. Uh, in F45 together. We've uh, actually collaborated and we had our own podcast before called the Movement Culture Podcast, which had a, a good 12, 13 episodes on the run where we really had great conversations with a lot of cool people. But other than that, um, he is one of the best trainers I know. He has one of the best uh, personalities that I know. And I know he has the same vision and mindset that I do going into this uh, this industry with really the passion to help as many people as as we can out. And um, and I feel we have one of the best vibes whenever we get on these conversations. And one of that's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to have him in this very first episode, because it's just I'm so grateful to call him not just a colleague, not just a partner, but one of the closest friends that I have. But yeah, everyone. This is uh, Diane Fernandez. What's going on, everybody? Listen, that was an introduction, man. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Um, like, being on the mic is funny because, I mean, like, before, right, before we start, we jump into the the, the the call, I was like, man, like, like I was, like, putting everything together and getting, like, kind of, like, nervous. I'm like, man, did I, you know, am I going to remember how to do this? You know, because it was, it was a great experience, man. I mean, just get on the mic and then just throw everything out there you know i remember like those times man it was fun i mean life happens and everybody have different you know north and but at the end we always like find the way to go back and just connect again you know and i mean like you say like you are man one of like the the, the greatest trainers that i know you know there's only like a couple like people that i would like consider like training and when i say training is the level that I will let someone like train me, you know what I mean? So, so you are one of those like persons, man. And, and, and I mean, you know that bro, like we have a, a friendship out of, you know, the professional life and just like you said, just, you know, being able to call you a friend, right. Is it just, it just, you know, go over that boundary, you know what I mean? And, and I mean, yeah, excited to be here. It's popping. <laughs> man, I, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate you giving me your time to jump on this on this call, man. I remember we had our project back in 2020. It was in the midst of uh uh right after quarantine when we were back uh back together running F45 and we really had some really great calls talking with a lot of people. I felt like Oh yeah. Even like right now, it was very hard getting in the flow of things, getting used to like setting up the mic, getting the camera all set up. By the way, guys, if you guys didn't know, if you have a Mac and you have an iPhone, there's actually, if you do the new updates, there's a way that you can connect your MacBook directly with your phone to use your phone as a webcam without any cables, without any plugs. It just does it directly through AirPlay. So it's like it you literally turn on your, your camera, you turn on your 
your phone and it just automatically connects, which is something pretty cool. I just found that out and I actually had to do the updates on my computer and my phone to get that going. But that's why we were supposed to rec uh, record this call a couple minutes back, but Diane, but I, I was a little bit late because I had to wait for the, the applications to get all updated. But um, yeah, Diane, let's dive into this. Um, I One of my first initial questions and one of the, the ways that I want to start these calls off is just sort of an icebreaker. I um, I really want to start off with something that uh, that's a little bit fun, uh, not just get into like the se the serious nitty gritty things uh, of things just yet. But um, I feel like a great way to break the ice is um, if you could share a story. And the story I want you to share is what do you feel in all your experience within the gym, training clients with everything that you've done? What has one of the most embarrassing things that has happened to you in the gym that you could just like think off the top of your head? Okay. Um, the most embarrassing thing. Wow. Like, do you mean like professional wise, like being in the, in the studio, like overall, like training or. Yeah. Either training or in the studio as a coach or something that probably personally happened to you in the gym that you're like, you didn't know what to do with yourself that you're like, Oh, I wish I was under a rock right now. Um, wow. God damn. Man. Oh, wow. I don't have, I mean, let, let me think about it. The thing is, like, every time I go to the gym, man, I just, like, go into, like, work mode. And I, I'm very, like, antisocial. Like, I am yeah. super, super, <laughs> extremely antisocial when I don't my time. I don't, I honestly don't share, like, and I don't talk with anybody, man. I, yeah. I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of, like, cranky. I would say, like, when I'm, in, you know, in my time, I, th I guess, like, uh -huh. you know, you develop that, I think, like, as you know, years passed because, I mean, before, I remember, like, you used to, like, spend a lot of time, like, talking with everybody, you know, in the gym. But now it's, like, kind of, like, you get in, in in your own space, your own bubble, and, and, and it's uh, it's very difficult, man. I would say, like, um, you know what? I have a story. I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, extremely tell it, fun, but, I mean, um. Is uh, okay. So th there's a there's a guy, right? I I used to go to. I mean, I still go into LA Fitness, the one in Gulf Coast Sound Center, and they have mm -hmm. a, a lot of good trainers. Like uh, uh, I mean, out of, out of out compared to like others, you know, locations. I think this one is the one that has uh, the best coaches, right? You know, yeah. right? In, in the company, right? And um, I think like one of the guys. I don't know if I don't know, man. I think like the guy. I don't know if it's because maybe we don't communicate. We never like cross that the thing is like he used to coach one of the my clients right on f45 yeah. and um the first time i met the guy right i'm like um i remember at that time i was with diesel remember diesel i was yeah. working out with diesel yes shout out to diesel I, such a great dude man i miss yeah, him oh, he's a man he's a man and um the funny thing is though that i i i knew he was coaching one of my clients so i'm you know as a coach i i feel proud of that you know and the girl she was gonna compete so i'm like um, I see the guy and I'm like, oh man, are you, are you, um, you know, who, um, coach? Yeah. You, yeah. I, I'm the one who trains her at F45. Right. And then he's like, he's looking at me like this. And I'm like, yeah, man, you know? And, and then the guy, he's like, yeah, yeah. And then he started talking about all the girls that he was coaching. He's like, yeah, I'm coaching all these girls and they are like doing this, doing that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but then after that, bro, it's like kind of like became like weird. I don't know if it's a funny story. I don't know. That's the only thing that, man, I'm telling you, when I'm on my space, bro, <laughs> nothing interesting happened. I'm just working so, out, you know? After, I mean, 
after you met him, it just became sort of an awkward conversation, an awkward space. Is, like whenever is, you saw him, dude, it's weird because every time I go, right, I try to like, I would love to like make that connection with him, but I cannot because I feel like maybe he felt like I don't know, man. I maybe he felt like that I was disrespecting him. I don't know, and I don't know. The thing is, like, it's it's just weird the way the thing is. Like, you know how you know how like sometimes you meet people and then before um, they start, you know. I, I, I believe the, you know, body language says a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So when you met someone for the first time, I, I think the, you know, you should like talk and maybe express things that come from you. So that way you build that connection, you build a bridge and then, yep. you know, we met halfway. But if you start talking about like all the things that you do and all the things that you cash out, right. And, and all your, you know, successful things, I think, I don't think that Bill like I can. I don't. I don't see that as a connection. You know what I mean? And say and, and I think like when I met the guy, he's just like throw everything out there. He's like yeah, train these three, that yeah, they all gonna compete. They all gonna compete as well. And I'm like, oh man, that's great. That's it. After that, I'm like, good. You know, you know good for you. I don't know, man. You know, it's it's funny that you say that, but I I definitely have noticed uh, sometimes whenever I do meet a coach that has been relatively successful. Um, one of the first first things that they talk about is like who they train and what the, the what the person has done, which is really cool to hear, you know. And I'm the type of person that if they go and they if they start talking so, uh, something about their clients, I'll just keep on asking. But what I really did notice um, this past weekend, I was just up uh, in Orlando in a nutrition convention, and I was with some of the greatest minds in the space. And to be honest, they were some of the most humble people that I met. They were really down to earth. Uh, whenever we talked coaching strategies, they were extremely open about like, oh, this is the the way the model that I approach. This is the way that I coach people. This is what I look at. And it wasn't the aspect of like showing us like, oh, this is the client that I teach. But it was like, hey, this is like what I do with some of my high skilled clients. And it was like more of let me share what I've done. So that way you can learn rather than let me um, puff my chest up and say, hey, I trained this person. And some of these people like trained high professional athletes, really important people in the space. So that was something really cool to see. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely. Um, yeah, no, man. I mean, talking about stuff, you know, I mean, everybody has good moments and bad moments, you know, like I, I, it is fun when you, you know, I feel comfortable when I talk, for example, like with you, right, about like my successful, my, my fuck ups. I'm like, I can curse here about my, you know, my Yeah, my no mistakes. worries. <laughs> yeah, my mistakes and 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 you know, uh, I think that you know it, it comes with. I think it's like a step, right? When you have a conversation with someone, you uh, you gotta build that um, inside out, right? But then you don't, you can't just uh, throw everything out there, you know? Because I mean, you train interesting people as well. I maybe not, you know, I train interesting people as well, not maybe professional athletes, but people that maybe on town are very known, you know, from for a lot of people, you know, they have like huge businesses. And um, not necessarily, I'm like, yeah, I'm training, I'm training the CEO of Skillets. Oh, I'm training, you know what I mean? It's more like, man, I mean, just, you know, get that touch with person to person anyways. Like, it's, it's not, it's not a fun story, though. <laughs> I <don't laughs> no, <know>. man. <laughs> so let's go back. Uh, you just said that whenever you go to the gym, especially now, uh, a little bit more, more of a skilled trainer, um, you kind of get a little bit serious into your workout and you really dive deep into what you're doing and you don't really talk to a lot of people. And to be honest, that's how I am as well. Like, I feel like if someone sees me in the gym, they, they would feel like I'm the most 
intimidating person that they wouldn't want to come up and talk to me that I would be the most boring, maybe stuck up person on earth. And it's funny because I was talking to um, to one of my coaches about this and and they were like, that's the thing is that representation of me is not me. And what I truly am comes out whenever you speak to me. And I, I tell everyone that 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 meets me this, like whenever you see me in the gym, I'm super serious. I'm in my workout. But literally, if you just say hi, you get a totally different person than what than what you think is is that person that's in the gym. They've actually titled me one of uh, one of my mentors that that's trying to work on my branding. They're they're trying to title me the lovable gym bro. Because I'm that gym bro in the gym that's like lifting heavy, grunting and stuff like that. But that's then when fun. you talk to me, I'm like, I have a huge smile. I hug you and I really like, I try to connect with you. I feel like you're like that as well. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, if you know me, I mean, you come, I see you. And, and that's another thing, man. I, I, I like to say hi to everybody I know, you know, because it gets, um, like sometimes, for example, like, you know, we train a lot of people, right? We coach a lot of people. And then when you uh, bump with someone, right, you can't just ignore them because at the time that you see them, maybe uh, your job or you see them around, right, is it just become awkward and maybe like the friendship or, or something breaks right there, right? I think like once you get to know someone or maybe like once you like build that connection with someone, you have a responsibility to always maintain that connection. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's, it's fun. Like you say, you know, like when I'm like coaching, somebody come or, or when I'm training, I'm sorry, myself and somebody come and then I say hi to me. I'm like, man, let's go. You know, I get so excited and I welcome them right to my space for a little bit. But um, I feel like it's a lot of responsibility as well. When I'm at the gym, man, you got it's funny because you know what? This, this is what I should share, what I should share before. Um, when I'm at the gym, I'm kind of like hiding though. I'm like, I'm like, because we know so much, so much people, right? We, we get to know so much people, man. We're talking about it's like more, it's over like 200 people, right? In, in, in the entire time that we have been working with this huge company. And there's a lot of people that comes and go, a lot of people that you connect, you know, and then when you're working out, you kind of like, man, I hope nobody shows up because I don't want to enter my, you know, and then it's the same question. So how have you been? Uh, uh, you know, are you still with this? Uh, are you still doing that? Da, 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 da. And then you're like, yeah, you know, this is my spell. It's like weird, man. You know, something funny is when I'm at the supermarket and I'm doing my, I'm, you know, I'm chopping, like buying stuff yeah. from groceries and stuff. <laughs> the same way, dude, I'm like running around and making, sh making sure I don't know nobody because it you just, just get, want to get know, things I, over, get things yeah, done. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm a very like timeout like guy. You know, I say like, okay, I'm, I'm always on my watch, man. I'm like, okay, so it's, I don't know, 1050. So I have to like go to the supermarket, blah, 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 but I want to work out as well, but I want to be back home before one thirty, for example. So I'm trying to like fit everything and go, go, go. And then <laughs> if I speak with someone, it's not because I, I'm antisocial. I want to be a, an asshole. It's more like, man, I want to get things done, you know? So it's yep. like. It's weird. I don't know. It's definitely happened to me where I used to have an, probably a, an hour long program set up for me uh, for my workout. And then it's like in the time where everyone comes in and everyone says hi to you and they start talking to you and you just start making general conversation. An hour long program ends up being about a two hour long workout where you're like half of the half of that was spent working out the other half was spent just saying hi to everyone because they come up to you to say hi <laughs> which isn't bad now that's one of the things that i really noticed about you 
that I feel it's one of the greatest skills a coach can have, which is the aspect of connecting with your clients. And I know a lot of coaches out there, high skilled, really good coaches, and even maybe not as uh, skilled, but um, but coaches that might not have the vast knowledge that some other coaches have, but because they're able to connect with their clients, they're able to create an aspect of consistency within their client because their client just likes coming in and just likes talking to them, just like seeing them. And what we know is to be true is like the longer you do this, the more consistent you are, the better the results are going to get. And that's one of the hardest things to have with the client, to create with the client. It's the consistency of, hey, can you come work out three to five times a week? And can you be consistent with that over a long period of time? And I feel like you create that connection with all the people that you talk to and all the people that you train that's really valuable. And other than that, it's like once you create that connection, they they have that trust within you for you to overlay all the knowledge and all the information that you have that they start applying it for themselves. Man, I, I mean, first of all, thank you for that. <laughs> I take it. Um, for me, is uh, I think as a coach, right, like in general, now I'm not going to put myself in a, in a pedestal. Like if I think you know, the, our career, right? The name is personal training. So I think you have to like make that personal world, like very, you know, cap, like capital, the entire world, right? You just put everything on capital because it is, it is very important for a coach, right? To, I mean, for example, if you have to deliver something, right? You need a way to move that package from point A to point B, right? If you don't build a way to move that, man, maybe the product is amazing, right? It's a prime product, but because you don't have a good, um, you know, a good, a good like uh, system, right? To move the packages, maybe you won't get your package until next year, for example, you know? I think it's very important to like build a bridge with the clients, man. I mean, we're talking about the we don't only coach people physically i always believe that we coach people mentally more like there's you know there's a reason and, and and i'm telling you i always believe that there's a deeper deeper reason why people go to the gym and work out it's not only because i want to have a six-pack i oh i, I want to you know look good i want to look like i don't know uh, thor i don't know but everything started thing for a uh, uh, a fall you know for uh how you say uh um un declive, como una caída, you know what I mean? How, how you translate that? Uh, basically because of like a very steep decline in something personal in their life. Exactly. And, and you know, it could be for an injury, it could be for, a, you know, very like family situation. Man, I, I, I have clients that have come to me and, and, and talk to me about things that I don't even have the answer for. I'm too young for this, you know, I'm, I'm 29 yeah. years old. And having a conversation with someone and, and someone, you know, older than you asking you for advices about, you know, personal things personal. like that, it's like, you know, I mean, you feel grateful, right? But at the same time, it's like, wow, it's a, it's a huge responsibility. So I think we have that responsibility, man, to connect with people. And, and, and as better the connection with those people are, easier is coaching for you. You know, because people really believe in you. Like, it's not only, I'm not only a, a brand or only a, 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 you know, a product. You know, people see the value on you. And even um, when they pay, right, that, like, let's put that, let's put the same concept, right, into the business perspective, right? When people see something value, 
right? It's because they are not paying attention to how much they're paying, right? They're not paying attention uh like how, what the company is, what the person is, right? They just believing in the process, feel good, and they feel fulfilled because you have something that maybe not, you know, someone else cannot, you know, bring to the table. And, um, dude, I mean, like, just, just that. I mean, you have that, you have that too, man. You connect with people like so simple, like, like you know, like we talked in the beginning, bro. I see, I think we both bound very well, and we have like kind of like the same mentality. And uh, it's funny because when I, 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 you know, I, after like so many years of coaching different type of personalities, different people, um, you develop like this, like step-by-step type of like, you know, coaching thing. So for example, when I met someone, I'm like, you know what, when I see on the system, right? I'm like, okay, so um, Renato is coming today. All right. So the first thing that I want to do is just ask you about you, man. I just want to like, hey, you know, hey, Renato, how you doing, man? How you heard about us? Good for that, right? But then on top of that, I'm like, man, so where you from? Wow, this and that and that. And then I ask you things that make you feel comfortable. And people like to share things like that. Like, you know, not everybody wants to like, okay, so, hey, Renato, how you doing, brother? Welcome to uh, Diane Fitness. Um, so what do you do for a living? You know what I mean? You don't connect like that. I think you have to just build that genuinely, you know, interest in other people. And then when they're, when they open to you, it's like, man, it's so easy to just slide into, you know, pricing, slide into like programming, uh, everything overall, you know, the, the, I think business in overall is about connections and, and have this good communication with others, you know? Yeah, no, um, that's definitely one of the things that you notice the more, the more people you talk to, it's like, first of all, there's a lot of coaches out there. There's a lot of very knowledgeable coaches out there, uh, coaches that can really connect with people. Um, but one of the things that I see, it's like, like you just said, sometimes someone to make a big drastic change in their life, it does end up being get, uh, for them to get to a level of uncomfort, which is sad to say because you could do so many things before you reach that level. But there is a, a huge psychological component around that. Um, there's a saying that goes, um, I'm going to probably fumble in the saying, but I'll, I'll try to explain it a little bit. But it's a lot of people um, end up making a change when the pain of uncomfort surpasses the pain of change. So what that basically means is most people really don't make a change early on because of a certain uncomfort that they have. It could be the uncomfort because uh, the uncomfort of the change itself, because just making a deep identity change is very difficult. Imagine like going, it's like, hey, I live this way and I've been like this for the longest period of my life and you want me to change how I live, that's going to probably place the, the person in a very uncomfortable situation. And then there's also, if they're actually looking at investing in a coach or investing in a gym, there's also the uncomfort, uh, the uncomfort of having to invest that and knowing that they're going to not have that amount of money for that month or for that week or for that period of time. So what happens is a lot of times people don't invest in themselves in that sort of way because they don't want to face the, uh, this sort of uncomfort. But then, like you said, something happens in their life. Something clicks. And this could be the aspect of like them seeing themselves and feeling really bad at what's looking back in the mirror, them trying to put their jeans on that they've been wearing for the longest time and not, and not being able to close the button 
or it could be something even worse. It could be a sickness in the family. It could be something that really places them in, in, a, in a position where they that pain in itself surpasses the uncomfort of investing in themselves, surpasses the uncomfort of making the, the change. And that sometimes they're forced to make the change, which is kind of hard to see. And this is why this connection that, that you were talking about, when you really get to know a person, talk to a person, connect with them before they get there, that's when this is valuable. Because if we could get them to make that change, to make that dramatic impact in their life before they reach that level of uncomfort, that would be extremely valuable. And you could only reach that if you have certain trust, if you have that certain connection with a person. And that's why before, like you said, before you explain, oh, you got to do this. Oh, you got to eat this amount of macros. Oh, you got to train this way. It's like, hey, let me get to know you a little bit better. Just like you said. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I always believe, man, that there's something that always, that there is always something deeper. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I think the way that people ask for help in these, in these times is, most of the time and i feel like at the gym bro like a, a lot of the members that we have like they go through the same issue that we go through you know same personal things same mental uh stress and and when you think about that man like you really um make your training valuable because you really give them something to fulfill them you know is a lot of the, a lot of times, man, like, you know, you have conversation with these people and then you talk and talk and talk and then you find out about, wow, okay, so she's going through this. He's going through that. Wow. Like, you know, like he probably feel like this, feel like that, but I mean, oh, no, like, you know, the same way that I am and, and probably you are, nobody wants to look weak, right? Because, yep. you know, like, like showing our feelings and showing in the way that we really look inside. Mm -hmm. sometimes you think that is a weakness, but it's not, man. Like sometimes you just need help from someone. And then I think that's what a personal training is. We just bring people from the floor, help them to pick them up, build their confidence. And then, bro, once you have your confidence, that's it. You forgot about timeline. You forgot about, um, oh, I want to see results in a month. No, you start understanding that it's a process. It's consistent. It's consistency and discipline. It's about that. That's it. You know, and and I I don't know, man. I, I think like we really have a big big uh, we make a big impact into society. We really do. I mean, we're talking about the twenty like four years ago, fitness wasn't as big as it was as, as it is right now. I remember like two years ago, fitness was only a way for people to jump into social media bullshit and all the stuff, right? But now, man, it's like we really have we bring something to society that is we are like literally like psych like man we we help people to stabilize their you know mental health you know like yep. this is we are like a therapy like you know if we feel like if we work with a psychologist man i think we'll be like a really good tool you know i don't know i think i i think we have some a lot of things to bring into you know this society and these times and yeah i mean we have a big responsibility it's amazing how connected um, and how they're actually they're, they're doing a lot of studies on this now, how connected strength training, eat, get well, basically getting stronger, eating healthy, eating more nutritious foods, what that does to your physiology, physiologically, I forgot what that word is, but what it does for you, because 
if you get stronger, if you start feeding your body the nutrients that it needs, if you start connecting with more people, which usually happens with like a studio, like an F45 or like a group training facility, you get connected with more people. You have more conversations. You're around more people. That ultimately boosts your confidence. It gives you more energy. Um, it makes you feel better. And that's what usually gets people to create a better relationship with food. And then that's that's a cool thing. It's like what, uh, with food and with training, because the cool thing is once you get a better relationship with training and you don't just associate training with the body that it gives you, but you associate training and nutrition with how it makes you feel, with the connections that you make with people, with the conversations you have, that's when that relationship gets better. And that's when you ultimately crave it. So you're ultimately not going to the gym saying, oh, I'm going to the gym to get the six pack. It's like, oh, I'm going to the gym because Heck, I, it's fun. I get to see Dion. He's such a cool person. I get to talk to him. I also get to see all the, to talk with the people around me. Plus, I get stronger. And you notice this when you when you have the mom that's in the airport that can't put her bag on the top spot, uh, her luggage on the top spot of the airport. And then she gets she gains the strength and she notices that she could do it for herself and she doesn't need to ask for help. And that gives her confidence. That makes her feel good. And that's what just gets correlated with everything that happens in the gym room, in the in the space where we're at. So that's really cool. But let's uh, let's take a let's take a turn here. I want to talk a little bit about about you. Um, so, Diane, what's what's going on right now and what's uh, what's the future look like for for you within the space? Man, um, right now, I mean, like I, like I told you before i mean uh professional wise i mean i've been just trying to get my ces still working on my corrective exercise specialist that is a whole um certification to get man i mean i i am putting my 100 effort and uh, wow it, it is tough but i mean i love it I'm, I'm really i am very you know excited and and loving the process you know i mean i i yeah. wish I, I could be more consistent but uh, can you dive into a little bit of what you're learning uh, in corrective exercise? Who you're going to be able to help? What you're able to what you're going to be able to do? Man, I mean, corrective exercise basically is like a PTA, right? Without that high level, you know, college degree, basically. Okay, what we do, we just help people to um, learn and 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 teach their body how to move properly, right? And even like uh, we can help them rehab. Um, there's a lot of like options, you know, if we put it like business wise, there's a lot of things that we can do like ther therapeutic. Um, but the man is, I am loving it because you're, you know, I'm learning a lot about like, uh, you know, anatomy, physiology, and, and, uh, just understanding the biomechanics of the body and how can I help, you know, someone with a hip replacement in a, in a better way. Right. And, and how can I understand, um, different like, body dysfunctions that maybe we don't see them, you know, these common days. Like when we have like someone with a leg longer than the other one, how can we train people like that? So, yeah, man, it's it's it's, it's very fun. It's very fun. Like I'm I'm being working on that, um, and excited. See when when can I get it done? Because <laughs> that takes a lot of time. Yeah, no, that's definitely a great cert though. Because what better way to get someone not just focus on strength, but get someone to feel better, to move better, to get rid of pain. I mean, and we might not notice that when in our younger years, like when we were in our late teens or in our early 20s. But then as you get into your 30s and as you start working with people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, you notice that 
pain is a thing that starts being becoming very chronic in, in, in their life. And if you could yes. get rid of that pain, that's extremely valuable, especially yeah. as you go, uh, you go further up in the years, you notice that perfecting movement or not losing movement just enhances the quality of life of it that does. person. Because when you're looking at someone that's 60, 70 years old, someone that's 60, 70, that's been strength training or that has placed a focus on movement and walking and sitting down and standing up and all these different things. And you compare that to someone that has lost the 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 aspect of being able to walk by themselves, being able to sit down, being able to go to the bathroom by themselves. If you could give them just that, that and what it does for their quality of life is extremely important and extremely valuable. Yeah, I mean, imagine like having, I mean, it's funny because I see, um, you know, when you compare someone, like you say, you know, you assess someone that maybe have been moving their body, you know, have been working out and, and now maybe it's on the 50s, you know, 60s. I mean, even 30s, man. We, I'm 29 and I'm feeling it. I'm telling you. <laughs> I try not to, man, Same but here. I'm telling you. Dude, hey, listen, before, like, the you, you, you know, it, it wasn't, I mean, obviously it's necessary to warm up and stretch. But I mean, before, when you join, your body works different. Like, your, your joints are more... Uh, malleable you know they, they they warm up so fast your muscles get ready and get you know now you have to like go step by step if you want to keep working out forever right you have to like respect your resting time you have to respect your stretching time i try to like stretch every day in every single one of my classes and i think that helped a lot man you know like stretching the the constantly moving your body respecting when you have to take your like rest day take it just enjoy that and i mean before when you were talking about food relationship i feel like food, rela food relationship is about just understanding like understanding like your body you know maybe if you understand how your body works and how everything around you you know and you surround into like this fitness kind of like mentality man it's just so easy to just flow you know i mean if you eat bad today that's fine just readjust it tomorrow and then just try to like complete at least six days you know eating as clean as you can and then nothing's gonna happen you know i always like put this funny example like what happened to a person that eats mcdonald's every day and salad one day absolutely nothing the same thing happened if someone eats salads every day mcdonald's one day absolutely nothing so i think like everything is a balance right and once you understand that balance you start flowing better and it just you know, everything, you feel better, man. You move better. You feel better mentally. You don't feel that stress, right? The, before, maybe you used to, like, feel that guilt, right? Oh, my God, I had a, I had a cookie. I had a cookie. And and then you, like, freaked out. God damn, it's like 800 calories, 1,000 calories. Man, now it's like, man, I had a cookie. That was delicious. And you know you how know? many cookies I eat. Oh, I know that. That's what I put that cookie example. That's what I brought that, the cookie example. But, um. Yeah, man. I mean, like professional wise, that. But honestly, I've been working a lot in my, my, in me, in my training. I've been focusing a lot on like increasing my athletic performance. I've been uh, stretching more. I've been um, going through, you know, uh, utilizing. I mean, how you say um, applying the OPT model on me as well. And I've been like uh, mix it up with a lot of different disciplines that before I used to do. I used to play ball all the time when I was 15, 16 years old. And now I'm playing ball again, man. And and I'm when I'm playing ball, I'm trying to like be as fast as I can, right? And explosive as I can. So I'm building my body to that. And then I, I'm back doing jujitsu. So it's like I've been 
like training and building my body and my motivation have changed a lot, man. Like before I was like, um, I just want to get big and that's it, right? Like three, four years ago. But now it's like, I don't care about that anymore. Like my body just changing. I'm just flowing. My body changing like naturally. I am just keep moving and eating as healthy as I, as I can. But on my head, I just want to be as, you know, badass as possible, right? I don't know if I can like, you know, everything in one <laughs> word. Yeah, badass, man. Just be flexible, uh -huh. be able to jump, run, be fast be uh, agile you know nah i don't want to be just a mass tight that i know i can't do anything mm -hmm. dude i think like once you have that it really like move and and, and and motivates you to move your entire mass and and when i when i'm talking about mass i mean like body and mentally right i think like sometimes the mental state is heavier than the body a lot of times and just like dragging that and just you know, pushing that all the time and trying to like, like put, like kick it away, right? And to not like see it, it's always, it always come back to you. You know what I mean? And just being able to just have everything on you, bro, and 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 flow with that, just have it on you. You know, you don't even feel the way anymore. You just move forward and like, I've been reading this book and these guys uh, talk about the when we on life we're supposed to just flow right we should we're supposed to like yeah. roll like a spur nah stumble like a like a like a cube right and mm -hmm. that's all i'm trying to do man just flowing in i've been um, meditating as well so it's just you know breathing i've been taking the uh, breathing like sessions right with myself yeah uh, every time in the morning i do my stomach vacuums i do a lot of uh inner coastal like uh, core complex right um, um yeah. exercises and um Man, I'm, I don't know, bro. I just feel like so good. I, I this is, I think, like, I'm a point in my life that I really feel like, and I'm not, I'm not even living in a mansion. I'm not even like having a, a 2022, 2004, whatever, <laughs> you know, car. I don't care about that, man. Like, it's just trying to like get as much, as many things as I can to put on my life and be mm -hmm. better and just yeah. keep moving forward and just everything. All the positivity just ran, man, around you. I think once you like take steps like that, you feel good. I love that, man. That's that's a really great way to see things. I mean, man, with the breathing, with the functional movements, with the stretching, everything, it's it's a lot of stuff that a lot of people over don't really look at, and that really gets misplaced. A lot of people, when they think, "Oh, I gotta go to the gym," they only think uh, about just the working out side of things but they forget the recovery side of things like the stretching, like the breathing. And then the mental aspect, man, that's a whole another world, but it's just a matter of taking things one step at a time. So talking about taking things one step at a time, if you were to get someone right now and you, and, or if let's say this, if you were to go back to your younger you before you started training and you would give him one solid piece of advice that you've gained along this whole journey that you've been through, what would you tell that person? What would you tell yourself before jumping into the gym the first time? Man, before jumping to the gym for the first time, I mean, first of all, I would give him the best advice on life. And he just don't give up. Like, it doesn't matter, like, if you take one step, two step, three steps, like, you're always going to move forward, you know? I mean, uh, remember, like, you know what? Remember, like Fast and Furious, the first movie, right? <laughs> when yeah, when when um Brian he he almost win right the first race yeah. with Toretto, right? And then he's like, "I almost win, bro!" And he's like, yeah. "You almost win! You almost win!" 
Listen, even if you almost win for a little or for a lot, win is win. So <laughs> I feel like, man, like you owe, like once you move forward, no matter how, no matter how, how much, you're always winning, you know, you're yeah. always adding something on your life. You're always like um, bringing something positive and adding value to the human being you are. You know, it's not only about making money and, and, and be rich. It's, it's more than that. Money comes and go. You can have a thousand, like $10,000 today and lose it in one day, literally in a minute. But the value of you having knowledge, the value of you taking care of yourself, man, you're just buying time. That I, yep. literally that's what we do we just making our stage and 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 time in this world longer and and yep. at the end that's what we want because i mean you want to like go everywhere you want to go and, and and get to know all the countries all the cultures all the food and the only way you can do that is with if you have time right and your body's working like properly during yep. all that time <laughs> so i think man that's that's the the biggest like advice that i can give to myself just don't stop keep going i'm telling you you're gonna have bad moments but i'm telling you you're gonna have a thousand great moments as well when the bad moments come you're gonna go down man and you're gonna hit the ground and that's fine but when the good moments come guess what's gonna happen you're gonna know and you're gonna identify that that is a good moment because that's the thing we have we need bad moments in order to recognize when we have a good moment to appreciate right? the good moments exactly. yeah and to appreciate it so i mean I, I think that would be the best advice man just don't give up and be disciplined and consistent which is very hard to be but yeah i think just not giving up is 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 a good is a good start you know is is the first step i love that man um james clear wrote it in his book atomic habits if if you guys haven't read that book you guys got to go and read it it's so great for anyone starting any, any type of goal, whether it's a leadership, whether it's business, whether it's a fitness, whether it's a nutrition goal. But he talks about the habits that someone has to take upon when they're trying to reach a goal, which is very similar to what you just said. He says, yes, it's okay to have a goal, let's say a fitness goal or a nutrition goal or a weight loss goal. Like I want to lose 20 to 30 pounds. It's okay to have that goal. But there's a lot of people out there that place so much of an emphasis on the goal itself that they're on this roller coaster of losing, gaining, and they ultimately don't get to, to the goal. Or if they get to the goal, they're like, okay, what, what do I do now? And what he says is, if you focus not just on the goal, but on the habits or the things that you have to do to get there and just really try to dive into that and get better at that, that's going to help you not just get to your goal, but maintain it and get past that goal. Or if there's something that happens where you backtrack to go to, you're ultimately going to know how to get there. So how does this look like for someone that's in fitness or nutrition? It's not just the aspect of, oh, I want to lose 20 to 30 pounds. It's like, oh, I want to be someone generally healthy. I want to be someone that exercises regularly. I want to, and and you think, okay, what behaviors, what habits does someone that exercise regularly have? It's like, oh, he goes to the gym two to three times. He probably drinks water quite often during the day. He probably um, makes good decisions when he's out eating. So that way he's eating more nutritious foods. And the same thing goes with when you're looking at business. It's like, okay, I want to be a billionaire. That's a cool, uh, that's a cool goal to have. But it's like if you focus your time and attention on what it takes to actually get there, like the small, little, boring task, 
that's ultimately what's going to let you get there. And if you ever, like you said, lose all the money because you focused on the skill to actually get there, you're ultimately going to know how to get there again. And you, the, the next time you get there, you'll probably get there faster. So that's a, that's a really wise, wise, uh, wise, wise say, man. Um, but yeah, before we leave, um, I do have one more question to I, ask. You know, yeah. I want to add something to that you just said, man. Yeah. I think, I think um, goals are very um, objective, right? If you find an objective goal, you mm -hmm. are going to, you know, achieve it, like you say. And then once you achieve it, that's it. You drop it because, I mean, you already got it, right? It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's something physically you can do. I think when you find a goal, you have to, like, transform that goal into a subjective goal. Let mm -hmm. me explain. You just have to ask yourself why. That's it. I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay. You got your goal. Okay. Why? So once you understand and find that why, I think is mm -hmm. when you really understand your goal. Like before, man, I mean, same thing, dude. I mean, you know, as a coach, I don't know if a lot of, I mean, when people that listen to this, they're going to say, wow, like we have a big responsibility because we have to look good, man. I mean, our job is a physical, you know, is, is, is we have to look athletic, you know, yeah. and, and everything comes from the eyes. So if we don't look good is, it's a little bit difficult. It helps a lot when we have a good yeah. physique, right? It's, it's yeah. hard because a lot of people judge knowledge and uh, judge knowledge based on the looks and the perception of the person. That's what happens on Instagram all the time. It's like, Oh, here are my credentials. This is why I can tell you what to do. And then it's someone with their shirt off, like ripped and shredded and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, because that guy's shredded, then he must know what he's doing. And that's, to be honest, it's it sucks, but yeah, that's the reality of things. It's a reality. And um, you fall into that bullshit, bro. You fall. I mean, I'm not saying that you have, you can stop taking care of yourself. Like, don't get me wrong, right? Mm -hmm. But it's okay if you have bad times. It's okay if you don't look how you you used to look, I don't know, two months ago, you know, and, and just yeah. understanding that and finding a goal that move you through years, man. It's different a goal that move you through a couple months, you achieve it and you're good. But if you have something that keep you going, that's the real feel. So, I mean, whoever like listen to this, just find the why. And once you find the why, I'm telling you, life is going to change and you're going to see everything so much positive. I love that. That's, that's really valuable. Um, what would be some examples of of a why that a person might have, like a mother or a young adult going through life or a dad or someone, maybe even an elderly person? What would be that why that might not be as like, oh, I just want to lose 20, 30 pounds? Well, I can. I mean, I can I can give you a thousand examples here from all the yeah. people. But what better example than mine? Right. Yeah. Um, man, my why, honestly. You know, like I said before, it used to be very physical, very, very objective. But now, man, it's like, man, I, I, I'm helping my, I'm, I'm doing things in my family that I never thought I would be able to. My mom, my dad, aren't the, the, you know, are not the most healthy human beings in planet right now. I mean, we're Cubans and we eat rice. Listen, we were born with a rice and beans bowl. That's it. <laughs> and um. Man, you know how the Cuban culture is. You know, we eat a lot of fried stuff, a lot of pork, a lot of high fats uh, food, right? Meals. Mm -hmm. And um, my brother, he's only 30 years old, man. And he is 
hypertense, he has high blood pressure, he has so many issues and everything comes because of the way that he take care of himself. So yeah. I feel like I have the responsibility and I talk that and I put that on my back because, I mean, at the end, the only thing that we always going to have man is family, right? So yeah. if we don't take care of that, you know, our family, who's going to do it, right? So I think that has become one of my main goals in life, right? To be able to be a good example for them. And then, man, like little by little, bro, like before my mom, my dad, or my brother, like, you know, because I'm the youngest out of the family, they used to like see me, like, I wish you guys can see the way that my family sees me, right? When people see me <laughs> on the studio, they're like, oh, coach, you know, coach, coach. When I say, when I'm Very home, professional. Bro, I am, I am whatever. Just take the trash out, Diane, you know? <laughs> and um, and now, man, like whenever you know, every time they have an issue, like physical pain or something going on, my mom. I mean, not too while ago, she had an accident on her job, and she oh, wow. sprayed her ankle. And dude, I've been literally helping her, like rehab and doing so much. And man, she feels so much better. She even went to the physical therapist, and guess what? She was doing exactly the same exercises that I was doing with her. Wow. So it just. You know, so I'm applying like everything that I'm doing, bro, out there and everything that I learned, I try to apply in a way to fulfill myself, you know, and, yeah. and I feel like being there for my family and providing everything that I have, applying it on them, it really makes me see the value, you know, because I feel like, like you say, man, there's a lot of bullshit out there. Everybody can have a certification and everybody can go and, and have, a, have a degree and everybody can go and make a lot of money and make you feel that this guy is the biggest motherfucker in the planet, you know, but if you really mm -hmm. don't know how to use it, if you really don't have a, a why, you know, a valuable why for you, right. To fulfill yourself. I think you're just wasting your time. You know, you just like making money. Yeah. And eventually guess why money goes up and down, up and down, whatever you do for your family, it just stays there, man. It's like a, I see it like a, like a metal, right. When you get a recognition, you get it. And then it's like, man, okay, I'm helping my mom, I'm helping my dad, and I'm helping myself, and I feel, I feel good, I feel good, you know, and, and I think that's my, my main goal, bro, I mean, I, I just open up to you, let me, no, that's, you. there you go, that's, that's a great goal, man, and you, to be honest, it's like, what you do, and how you carry yourself through life, does it just stay with you, your family, or just your close friends, I mean, if someone sees you, um, and I know, I know for a fact, a lot of the clients that, that, that know of you, they see you and you're, uh, you're a role model for a lot of people. I mean, the way you carry yourself, the way you, you, you go about your life, the way that you self-educate yourself, the way that you train, the way that you eat, that really stands out. And there's a lot of people, even people that probably don't even open up or voice up that, that they're following you, but there's a lot of people that do end up following you and, and what better representation of, of health, nutrition, fitness, is there than you applying it for yourself and you being that self-representation for yourself and being that role model for somebody else. But um that that that's the thing, man. Like think about it. Like how how like all the knowledge that you have, right? Like you we are I think we have a lot of uh you know content. If someone like would picking our brain that we see like a lot of like anatomical and a lot of like yeah. <laughs> you know everything uh, the science because i mean we are passionate for that and when you don't apply it on yourself i think like what you do you just like you know is a product man someone is gonna buy it and and 
that's it. You're just like going to maintain that scale and all that knowledge. And you, you are going to start to believe that what you only have is just a product. But once yeah. you, once that you apply on yourself, you're like, man, hold on. I, I like, this is valuable. Like this is, yep. this is the real value. So that now that we just touched upon that, this just reminded me because, um, I had this convention and we were talking about sales. So I'm like, I'm trying to get better at sales, but I'm not the best salesperson. And it's because there's always that like common misconception of like sales. And when most people think of sales, they think of like that a car salesman or that door to door salesman that's trying to like put push something in just to take their money. But um, I was talking to to one of my coaches about this the other day. And he was like, okay, how much time do you spend on self-education? And I was like, I probably give myself a good hour a day where I'm trying to educate myself and learn something new. It's like, okay, that's great. So, you know, a lot of stuff, probably by the end of the week, you learn even more. I was like, yeah. Um, and then he was like, how much time do you dedicate to sales? I was like, to be honest, I don't really dedicate a lot of time to practicing my sales skills or to practice the ways that I talk about um, nutrition, fitness in a selling way. But he was like, okay, now, you know a lot, but because you're not providing that for somebody as a service, all that knowledge that you have, it's great for you because you could apply it for yourself. And this is one of the things that he was like, if you learn how to sell, you're going to learn how to teach people and guide people through this so that way you could better apply all the knowledge that you have for the people that you want to help out. Because in, in this, this was like, if you don't know how to sell, it's going to be very hard for you to ultimately help all these people out because it's okay to know things. And there's always going to be a lot of people that, that might follow you, but you have to find a way that you can communicate that to people. So that way you're impacting that and you're bringing it into your life. And to be honest, as coaches, we're selling all the time. Now, sometimes it's not in response to a monetary value. It might be in response to time. Like, for example, if you have an hour-long personal training session or if you have an hour-long group training session with somebody, you're constantly trying to sell them on a better way of life, on a healthier way of life. How do you do it? You're explaining the benefits of it. And it's like, and you just have to do it over and over and over again. And it's like, the more you talk about these things, the more you talk about the knowledge that you have, not the knowledge that you have, but you explain what you are what you know in a very simple, simple way where people understand it. Maybe not the first time, maybe not the second time, but maybe the 10th or the 15th time that they hear it, it's ultimately going to be ingrained in their head. And it's like that constant communication, that constant selling of your knowledge where you're giving them the information that's what's ultimately going to create that change in their life. That's what's going to help direct and guide them through that new journey or the new pathway that they want to, that gets them closer to where they want to be at. Definitely. Um, I think like when, I mean, you, you are a great coach and, and I mean, like I said before, like one of the most knowledgeable, Hey, stop. It's my dog, man. Hold on. Let, let, let me put it on. Hold on. <laughs> no, She's no, a baby. No. She's a baby. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'll keep talking. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So, man, like you're, you know, like I said before, like you're one of the most knowledgeable person that I know, man. And, and I mean, as a coach, um, 
I think is is very important that you you know you you get that knowledge right and, and as much as you can and I mean business wise obviously is very important right for us as you know in order to grow right to communicate but at the end that's what we do is yeah. just getting better in that you know communicative skill yeah. which is tough man i mean i mean for me is is very tough i'm still working on that because my mm -hmm. accent i have a lot of insecurities a lot of um you know things that i have to change and get better on right mm -hmm. and i think like like you said you know one of the biggest one is that it's on sales yeah but I give that's, you a hundred percent right on that, man. Like once you like dominate that skill, is mm -hmm. everything you know the the communicate the, the communicative uh, skill in order to you know bring all the knowledge that you know, it just get become easier, right? To share. Yeah. It right? ultimately it ultimately helps you reach more people and help more people, which is what we want to do. It's yeah. we came into this because we want to help as much people as possible. Yeah, and sometimes. We talk with people that might not know that they actually need this for themselves. Yeah. And that's where you open up their eyes. And it's like, wow, this is something that could enhance the quality of life, enhance my life, uh, my, my, the way that I live my life, enhance the way, the, the length of my life. It could all do all these different things. And I was just not aware of it. So that's why we're here in the front, just creating that awareness of why and how important this is. But um, yeah, this was a very long uh, conversation. I loved it. I feel like that, and I feel like we could literally talk forever, days and days with forever, uh, man. With with everything that we have. But um, before we jump out of this, um, where can people find you? Where can people, uh, if they want to reach out and ask for maybe help or for for guidance, or, or if they want to see you, where where can they uh, where can they reach out for you? Well, um, I'm very kind of right active on social media on Instagram. You guys can find me on da that functional da that functional, and uh, Facebook as Diane Fernandez. And um, yeah, I mean F45 obviously. Um, yeah, it's in I mean, Naples, Florida, and Tarpon Bay, right? That's where you're mainly yes, at. Yes, yes, Naples, Florida, Tarpon Bay. That's my main location, and. I mean, yeah, if you guys need help with anything, I mean, I'm here, uh, you know, you know, I, I always open and very like um, dispuesto, how you say that? Dispuesto, very like down, right? Very down yeah. to like help others, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, and yeah, man, I mean, if you guys need help with anything, right? but first, first ask Renato. He's the man. That's it. <laughs> That's it. No, no, definitely reach out to that. And he's, he's very... He has one of the best personalities out there. If you need a trainer, a coach, or if you just need a, a friend, I know for a fact that if you reach out to him, he, he'll respond as soon as he can get to it. And he's he's very open. He's, he's one of the kindest people that I know. And he has one of the best personalities and knowledge in the game. So he's constantly learning, working on himself, on himself and um, he'll be a great asset to your journey if you do want to take that next step into creating a lifestyle change and pursuing health, nutrition, fitness. Uh, and in Dion's case, now he's going to be able to help people get rid of pain and move better, which is incredibly valuable. You see that now I bring pain when they train with me and now I fix them pain, their pain. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, guys. Uh, thank you for the invitation, man. Thank you for the, the time. I, I really enjoy this talk i mean i can say it was long but man we can be here like they, like people don't know 
like the uh, the episodes of the movement culture like they were long man and, yeah. and i remember like little by little we start like shorting them down a little <laughs> bit right because it was a lot yeah but um, thank you so much for the invite yeah. man i i really appreciate you as a friend i know life happens and you know mm-hmm. we can we can be on top of each other like all the time you know what that sounds weird that sounds weird. I take it back. <laughs> we can be that connected with, you know, like we, you know, with both of us. Cause I mean, life, it just happened, man. But we always find the way to get yeah. back and connect again, you know, and always like have this conversation, you know, even if we don't talk for, you know, a week, we always like get that click real quick just to like spike up, you know, that friendship, man. And it's always a pressure, brother. <laughs> thanks man thank you again for your time man and i'll talk to you soon you'll definitely see dion back back on here uh sometime sometime next uh later on because like i said there's so many topics that we can go uh over but um guys thanks for listening and i'll see you next time